Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. So I'm going to start this off with something that's not bothering me because quite frankly, I find it a little hilarious, but it is also scary. And so it actually, at the end of the day, does kind of bother me. So yesterday or last night, depending on where you are in the world, there was a lot of, um, let's say chatter going on over on parlor where the get over it, you lost crowd was having a really difficult time accepting the results of the Supreme court. Lots of people over there saying things like, you know, Trump gave him these positions. How dare they not support him? And it's kind of like, you know, I'm glad the justices actually proved to be relatively non-biased in this instance. I was actually afraid that some of them, especially like Amy Coney Barrett and Kavanaugh would have absolutely said, oh yeah, sure. We'll, we'll do this to help president Trump. Cause he got us these nice jobs, even though we shouldn't have them, but they didn't. So that's like, okay, good. But a lot of people seem to think that these people owed their loyalty and these judges owe their loyalty to Trump the same way they do. And so a lot of people, especially Milo Yiannopoulos, had uh, a lot of very public meltdowns talking about how Republicans are the devil and they're committing themselves to the end of the Republican Party. And so, again, on the one hand, I'm kind of happy about this, right? Because, oh, man, you know, Fox News and the Republicans, you thought, oh, yeah, we'll just happily sow anger and discord and hate because we can use that. It's politically advantageous. Until the moment it's not, and then you can't control the beast that you fed over all these years. You made a monster, and you can no longer control it. That's on you guys. And so while a part of me is, you know, quote-unquote, happy to just see all this unravel and unfold, it's also really scary, because now you have people openly suggesting on Parler to string up, hang, murder, shoot various judges, even those on the Supreme Court, to get rid of and, like, murder uh, senior Republican leadership, especially those that they feel did not um, behave appropriately uh, for Trump loyalists. So that's actually really scary because this could potentially lead to a massive level of political violence, especially when you consider, and granted, I don't think, you know, the FBI and the CIA probably look at these and think not many of these threats are actually credible, but there's a bunch of people also on Parler saying things like, Timothy McVeigh was a hero. And for those who aren't American or don't know about the story, Timothy McVeigh is the most infamous white domestic terrorist in American history. He's the one who was responsible for the Oklahoma City bombing. And he's become a very controversial figure since then, precisely because, again, you know, white terrorist. But also there's people who openly support and celebrate what he did because they believe the same crazy stuff that he did. Now, with that in mind, these people are now starting to say, oh, we need, you know, way more action and you know can they stop 10,000 of us if we all become 10,000 Timothy McVeigh's and that's dangerous that would 
put America on the precipice of having what Italy had to deal with in the 60s and 70s, which were known as the years of lead. I'm not particularly familiar with the years of lead myself, but to broadly sum up, it was a period of incredible violence from, you know, physical street fights, kind of what we're seeing now, to actual shootouts happening between leftists, especially socialists and communists, against the far right and ultra conservative of Italian culture and various regions. It was a very long, protracted, and bloody campaign that resulted in hundreds, if not thousands, of Italians dead. I'd have to double-check the number. But there were shootings, bombings, fights. It went on for years, and it was very much a blood feud between the left and the right in Italy. Now, again, with added context, this is happening during the Cold War, but think about where America is right now and with the get over it, you lost crowd not having a good time. And with that same crowd starting to, you know, put it out there openly onto their preferred social media safe space of parlor. They're openly talking about acts of terrorism against not just fellow Americans, but the American state apparatus itself. So this is actually a very dangerous development, and I don't see a lot of people talking about that. I see a lot of people, you know, kind of doing what I did at the start of this, gleefully rejoicing in Republicans being targeted and booed and shamed and just absolutely wild people losing it in comment section and saying the craziest things and you know, being unable to comprehend a loss and, you know, people talking about open secession. That's another thing that's coming up, which is amazing because I, I don't remember when, but I know I just said it offhand in a video months ago about, yeah, I wouldn't put it past some of these people to try and, you know, secede in a future American election. If Trump doesn't win, I wouldn't put it past them. And here I am being proven absolutely right. But again, it's dangerous, and no one seems to be talking about that, which is very unfortunate because I don't want America to have to face a civil war or something like the Italian years of lead or a prolonged level of domestic terrorism and violence between political extremes. That's not good for anyone, and it isn't good for the nation or society as a whole. But no one wants to talk about that, perhaps because it's uncomfortable, and we just kind of all want the little bits of good news that we can manage from this absolutely garbage year. But we should be talking about this, and we aren't, and that's what's bothering me today.